24th chapter. You're not worried about the time tonight, are you? I was kidding my people at Ulysses there. I said, one of these days we're going to get a clock, put it in the back, and I'm going to put a sign back there along with it. And that sign's going to read, Remember Lot's Wife. <laughs> so don't look back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now everybody's worried about the time. Well, don't look back. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. It's, it's nice to know that the times, the, the seasons, the signs of the times. Praise God. But when you're enjoying the Lord... Amen. Sometimes it's just good to forget the time and just uh, just let God have His way. Amen. Book of Luke, the 24th chapter, beginning at the 13th verse. St. Luke 24, 13. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together in reason, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? And one of them, whose name was uh, Cleophas, uh, answering, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death, and have crucified him. But we trusted that he had been he which would have redeemed Israel, and beside all this, uh, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, uh, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying uh, that they had also seen a vision of angels which, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us uh, made a... Uh, uh, went to the sepulcher and found it even so as the women had said. But him they saw not. Then said, he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory? And in the beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went. And he made as though his he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went to the 
and went to in to tarry with them. And it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. And they said uh, one to another, did not a heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way? And while he opened to us the scriptures and they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them uh, that were with them, saying that the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known unto them in the breaking of bread. Hallelujah. Brother Elder, would you pray? Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You can be seated. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. There it goes. Hallelujah. 1991. Amen. Brings us, amen, at the uh, brink of uh, beginning 1991. A new year is starting out. Amen. What's ahead of us in 1991, Brother Elder? Only the Lord knows what's ahead of us. Amen. But these two guys that were walking down the road to Emmaus, amen, they were walking down a road. They were going somewhere. They were traveling along and going, amen, on that road to Emmaus. Hallelujah. And they didn't know what was going to be down that road. Did they? No. All they knew was that they had crucified their Lord. Amen. And they were sad. At the events that took place. Amen. And it was the third day. Since Jesus was crucified. Was buried. And there they were walking down the road to Emmaus. This next year you're going to be walking down the road of life. You don't know what's in this going to be in this year. Amen. Hallelujah. But as they walked down that road to Emmaus. Somebody joined themselves to them. Hallelujah. And they didn't know who it was. Their eyes, they could not see. And, and they did not know who it was that joined themselves to them. They began to discuss all the things that happened. Amen. Don't you know what's happened in Jerusalem? Are you a stranger? Haven't you heard what's happened in Jerusalem? So what is this sad communication you have one to another? Listen, it's a great way to start the year worshiping God. Amen. Hallelujah. No sense of starting this year sad. It's better to start this year glad. Hallelujah. Enter His courts with praise. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Amen. He, he, he made my heart glad. He didn't make it sad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as they were going down to that road to Emmaus, they were traveling along going there. Amen. As we go down the road of life, amen, our goal is heaven. 
And as we walked down that road, amen, the Lord gave us a promise. And he said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Don't worry, I'm going to be with you to deliver you. Lo, I am with you always. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God only knows what this year is going to bring. Amen. We're looking into the Persian Gulf and the Middle East and what's happening. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a great time for the church. Hallelujah. A great time for the church. People are looking to the Middle East. Amen. And they're wondering at what's going on. Hallelujah. But there's a lot of people, amen, are going to be shaken in their boots. And they're going to look for some answers. They're going to want to look for some, uh, something uh, for their soul. Amen. Anytime there's a great shaking, people start to look for something to hang on to. Hallelujah. And you can say, why don't you hang on to Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Why don't you come to church? Amen. Where there's peace and safety. Hallelujah in Him. But as they were uh, in the evening, let me just go down here. They drew nigh to a village where they went and they made as though they would have gone, He would have gone further. But they constrained Him saying, Abide with us. Stay with us. Amen. We don't want to let you go, but abide with us. For it is toward evening. This is evening time, church. Amen. Time of the evening sacrifice. Hallelujah. I remember the old prophet. Was that Elijah or Elisha? Which one was it? Who can tell me? Huh? Hallelujah. Time of the evening sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes I get them mixed up. <laughs> Time of the evening sacrifice. Praise God. It was toward evening. And the day was far spent. You know, when old, that old prophet, that sacrifice was there and those prophets of, of Baal were hollering, screaming. They had all the time that they wanted to do their part. And nothing happened. Amen. But as it drew towards evening time, amen, the old prophet, amen, he said, now it's time. Now it's drawn towards evening. Amen. Now it's time for my God to move. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is going to move in 1991. Hallelujah. Even greater. Amen. Than he has in the past. Hallelujah. And the day was far spent. And he went to tarry with them. And it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it. And brake and gave it to them. He took the bread. Brother Elder, he blessed it and he broke it. 
Can you partake of the bread? Can you eat of the bread without it being broken? Can any of you take this bread, this whole loaf, and if you opened your mouth, could I shove it down your throat and you could eat it in one gulp? There's only one character that I know that can do that. And that's Garfield in the comic strips. Not one of you can take of this bread and partake of it without breaking it. Without it being broken. And Jesus, it goes on the scripture. It says, amen. He told them in 35th verse, these things which were done in the way. And how that he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Hallelujah. He was known unto them how? In the breaking of bread. You're going to know Him tonight in the breaking of bread. Hallelujah. Praise God. He says, uh, Did not our hearts burn within us as He walked with us uh, by the way, as He opened uh, unto us the Scriptures? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to thank God for Brother Elder. Amen. Because he, he breaks the bread of life to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You're going to know Him in the breaking of bread. Hallelujah. You know, there was a characteristic about Jesus. That they... Uh, that he, he stood out. There was something about Jesus that was uh, like no other. Amen. There were some characteristics about Jesus that uh, they knew him by. And one of the things was, amen, that he broke the bread. He broke the bread. Praise God. Isaiah 43 and 10 says, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe and understand that I am He. That ye may know. Hallelujah. They knew Him. How? In the breaking of bread. Hallelujah. Before that, they didn't know Him. Until he expounded unto them the scriptures. Hallelujah. He said, Oh, fools are slow of heart to believe all that is written in the scriptures of the prophets. Ought not Christ should have suffered and died. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? What came first? The suffering. Before he ever went into glory, he suffered. He was broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the breaking of bread. Turn with me to the book of St. John. The book of St. John. The sixth chapter. Forty-seven. Through 60. Jesus said in St. John 6, 47. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. My flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, I live by the Father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many therefore of his disciples which uh, they had heard this said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Hallelujah. One man the other day, he told me, he said, He said, You come on too hard, preacher. I didn't have an answer for him right then. But listen to me. If you ever, anybody ever asked you a question that you cannot uh, right at that, that time answer, don't worry. You pray to the Lord and He'll give you an answer. Amen. The Bible says, uh, give an answer to everyone that, that asketh you of the hope that lies within you. Hallelujah. Amen. It wasn't very long that the Lord gave me an answer. And it was the Scripture. What was it? Who gave it to me? The Lord did, Brother Elder. He broke the bread of life to me. Amen. He expounded me the Scriptures and said, It's right here, boy. Your answer's right here. I told him, I asked him, I said, You remember, amen, where Jesus said, Except you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no part with me. He said, Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, and you remember what happened? That many of his disciples uh, did not follow after him anymore. They said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? He said, yeah. I said, you just told me that I come on too hard. Would you tell Jesus that he came on too hard when he said this? He said, no. I said, why not? He would not answer me. He said, you're just offended. I said, no, I'm not offended. <laughs> you're offended. You're offended at His Word. It's a hard saying. Who can hear it? You know, the disciples, He asked them, He asked Peter and them, He said, we also go from falling after Me. We also leave Me. Peter said, where shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Amen. It did not mean that he understood everything that Jesus said. All it meant was, uh, Jesus, I know you're the Messiah. Even though I don't understand everything, 
I know somewhere down the road you're going to expound the scriptures to me. Somewhere down the road, amen, I'm going to find out what the answer is because you're going to reveal it to me. Hallelujah. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. The only, only one way, amen, uh, to get this word uh, on in its depth, amen, and that's by the same spirit uh, of which it was written. Hallelujah. And that's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hard saying, who can hear it? But Jesus said, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part with me. How we were going to partake of Jesus Christ and of his flesh. He said, my body. Amen. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh. Hallelujah. Which I will give for the life of the world. There is a spiritual bread and there is a natural bread. There's a natural bread. Brother Elder, give me Acts 2 and 42. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a spiritual bread and there is a natural bread. And tonight, I notice some of you partaking of some spiritual bread around here. And you was enjoying it. Jesus said, uh, amen. He said, uh, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. But Jesus, uh, many times, uh, amen, when he wanted to tell them something uh, spiritual, he, he told them about something natural. Hallelujah. What does Acts 2.42 say? And they continued steadfastly. In the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. That bread, hallelujah, that they broke. Amen. It was a, there was a natural bread that they broke. Amen. But there was also a spiritual bread that they broke. Hallelujah. Amen. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, doctrine and in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. Just like you do around here. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. We're apostolics. Hallelujah. Continue the apostles' doctrine. Breaking the bread and in prayers. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me to the book of Luke, 22nd chapter. Book of Luke, 22nd chapter. Nineteenth verse. And he took bread and gave thanks and brake it and gave it unto them. Saying, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. He took that bread and he broke it. The bread that I give you is my flesh. 
which is broken for you. How? How could he, uh, amen, how could we ever partake, amen, of that living bread unless that living bread was broken? Unless uh, he was broken on Calvary's tree, none of us could ever partake of that living bread. But because he wanted us to partake of him, he was broken on Calvary. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. He was broken on Calvary. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The only reason you know Him, the only reason you partake of this bread, is because He was broken. I'm going to hurry along here. You remember when Jesus, you remember when Jesus uh, broke the bread and, the, and had the loaves and the fishes and he fed the multitudes. The Bible says uh, he took those loaves and those fishes and he uh, blessed it and he broke it. What did he do first? He blessed it first, then he broke it. Jesus, amen. Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't have to go to Calvary. Though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor that we might be rich. You know what he does? We're going to know Him in the breaking of bread. Not just the natural bread, but the spiritual bread. He blesses His church. And then He breaks it. Why? To feed the multitudes. Amen. He blesses you and then He breaks you. So they can partake of the bread of life. Amen. He feeds you this word and breaks it down so you can understand it and you chew it up bit by bit and piece by piece. Because they can't do it. They're not able to eat of it. And that's why you have got to partake of it. And then you give it unto them. Not the whole loaf. Don't say open your mouth and shove it down their throat, the whole loaf. Give it to them piece by piece. Bit by bit. Do you know? Do you know that the custom of the Jews was to break the bread? They were never to slice it. They were always to break it. It was a curse to slice the bread. They had to break it. Oh, it's no coincidence why Jesus broke the bread. Oh no, there was a purpose in it. He was broken on Calvary. He died. Amen. Hallelujah. The scripture says, unless at the corner we fall to the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. You know what brought this bread? Bread forth. It was first a seed planted in the ground. 
And then it came forth and brought forth a grain of wheat. And then by that grain of wheat, it was ground in the flour. And that's where you see the bread. Hallelujah. Amen. You're blessed to be broken. You remember old uh, Jonah, not Jonah, but uh, you remember old uh, Noah. You remember all those uh, uh, animals that went on that boat. You know the first thing he did when he got off that boat? He took some of those animals that the Lord saved from the flood and he sacrificed them. (sighs) Amen. I heard a man preach one time, saved to be sacrificed. Hallelujah. If this world is going to know Jesus Christ, it will be because of a sacrifice of a church. Amen. The body of Christ. Amen. That will suffer and sacrifice and give that they might know. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Turn with me to St. John, 13th chapter. Just got a couple more scriptures to go. St. John, the 13th chapter. Amen. St. John 13, beginning at verse 4. And he rises from supper and he laid, laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel therewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, Wilt I do wilt, what I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. You may not understand everything that the Lord does in your life right now. But you're going to know thereafter. You're going to know somewhere down the road He's going to reveal to you why He did that. Amen. Peter said to him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. You remember what Jesus said? He said, Except you... uh, Eat my body and drink my blood. You don't have any part with me. or You don't have any life in you. He said, except I wash your feet, you don't have any part with me. You know who Jesus is? He's life. In him was life and the life was the light of man. If you're going to know him, hallelujah, you're going to know him in the breaking of bread. He's the word of life. And he breaks himself down. He broke himself on Calvary for you. He goes, Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my feet. Or my head. Hallelujah. Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed needeth not to save to wash his feet, but he is clean every whit. And you are clean, but not all. What did he wash? Their feet. It says in the word of the Lord, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What house will you build me? You know what he came to do? 
He came to wash the dirty feet of men. It says, uh, as, uh, amen, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. You know what he wants to do? He wants to wash you and cleanse you. Amen. Not only just your feet, but all of you. This water and washing the feet represents. You know what water represents? It represents baptism. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. He was preparing them. He was getting them ready. Hallelujah was to come in the church. Hallelujah. One more scriptures. 1 Corinthians 11. Hallelujah. Listen, you're a blessed church tonight. You've got a fine man of God to teach you. Amen. Many of you, you know what uh, foot washing and communion is. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 Corinthians 11th chapter. I thank God for my pastor that taught me. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 11, 20 through 29. When you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunken. Listen. You partake of that living bread. Amen. We join ourselves together and we partake of that bread of life. Amen. Every one of you, the Lord gives to you that same amount that He gives your neighbor. God is not cheap. He's not chintzy. If He gives you the Holy Ghost, He'll give you the Holy Ghost. If He gives you a piece of bread, He'll give you a piece of bread. Hallelujah. You don't go away hungry when you come to the Lord's table. Oh no, you go away satisfied. And some of you have eaten already. <laughs> and you're eating more. What have you not houses to eat and drink in? Or despise ye the church of God? And shame them that have not. <laughs> hey. If somebody comes in and doesn't have, you make sure they get some. If they don't know what know the Lord and have partaken of the Holy Ghost and that living bread, you make sure they get some living bread. You make sure you, they get the living bread of Jesus Christ. Break it and give it to them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, What shall I say unto you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. You see, he first got it first. He says, I received something and I want to give it to you. And the Lord's going to give you something. You're going to receive something from the Lord. So you can give it to them. <sighs> Praise God. Hallelujah. That the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it. <laughs> he break it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
Praise God. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember that I was broken for you. Remember how I was broken on Calvary so you might partake of the word of life, that you might have life in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life in you. Amen. You're going to have life and more abundantly when you partake of Him. Hallelujah. There's a separation. There's a separation. There were many disciples that quit falling after Him because they did not want to partake of His blood. They did not want to drink His blood. They did not want to partake of His body. And they didn't follow Him anymore. But those of you tonight that are following Jesus, you got life. And you're going to partake of the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. After the same manner also he took the cup which he had supped, saying, This is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. That ye, This you do oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Amen. Hallelujah. You're going to drink of the cup. Take this cup and drink it. Drink all of it. Because this is my blood. Jesus said in St. Luke, the 24th chapter, He opened their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. Blessed behoove Christ to rise and to suffer the third day, and that repentance and remission to sin should be preached in His name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And when they went to Jerusalem and they preached that, that gospel in the name of Jesus Christ, they said, uh, amen, they said, uh, you have uh, overturned Jerusalem with your doctrine. So didn't we not command you that you should not teach or preach in that name? And then it adds on there, it says, and you do seek to bring his blood upon us. Hallelujah. His blood upon us. That's exactly what they wanted to do. And that's exactly why they preached uh, repentance, amen, and remission to sin in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't you ever forsake that name in baptism. <laughs> Don't you ever compromise that name of Jesus Christ. Because if you want to partake of His body and His blood, you're going to have to partake of His name. Because neither is there salvation in any other. But there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. Don't you stop preaching it. Don't you stop telling it. That name is powerful. Praise God. I've had the chance to see the power of the name of Jesus. In my name shall you cast out devils. Had a young lady just recently 
praying with her in the home. Sitting by the kitchen table. Praying for her in the name of Jesus. She coughed up a bunch of junk on the kitchen table. Where is she tonight? She's in the mental ward. You saying the name of Jesus isn't powerful? No. If you want deliverance, you gotta, you gotta seek it and you gotta want it. Every time I told her to call on the name of Jesus, she'd go around and say, Satan. She'd go around and say other things. I said, call the name of Jesus. But she wouldn't do it. <laughs> she wouldn't do it. I don't know what's going to come to pass and when this is all going to end up. But there's a family over there that recognizes the power of the name of Jesus. Amen. They see uh, what's happening in their family. Amen. It could be God preparing a revival in Ulysses. I told them, I'm not afraid of a challenge. It may be a challenge to me, but not to him. You know what it did for me? <laughs> It got me all prayed up, all fasted up. Praise God. So tonight I can partake with you the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen, don't kid yourself. You're not always prayed up like you ought to be. You're not always fasted up like you ought to be. And when troubles come, you're away. It's good for you. It's good for you. And the Lord says, come on, let me break the bread. Let me give it to you. The bread of life. Amen. Hallelujah. You want to partake of that bread tonight? I'm going to quit. But it says not to take the body and the blood of Jesus Christ unworthily. Not discerning the Lord's body. What do you mean? You partake, amen, of His blood. You partake, amen, of Calvary. You partake of a spirit. You're discerning the Lord's body. Hallelujah, because He was broken for you. Praise God. Amen. And those of you, you know what this all means. Hallelujah, what you're going to do tonight. Amen. Every time I take foot washing the communion, it gets more precious and more precious every time I take it. Why? Because I'm understanding to discern the Lord's body even more. And that He was broken for me. Praise God. Yet you worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand and worship the Lord with me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.